Hi, my name is Charles Funk. I'm the CEO of Heliostar Metals. We've got the Anapola project in Mexico. Very wide, very high grade, and I believe it's going to be the next gold mine in Mexico. Good to see you, Charles. Yeah, great to be here. Well, we're um, in Colorado Springs. We're at a quite big, prestigious conference. How do you get in? <laughs> With a big, prestigious project. <laughs> Right, no, but the serious point that it's invitation only, right? It's not anyone can rock up, so that's a good thing. Yeah, we're making considerable progress in a polar, and I think, you know, we're at the lower end of this pool, yeah. but we've, we've joined this pool. Right, okay. Obviously, you're here, you want something out of it. What are you, who are you seeing? What are you saying? What, you know, what was success look like at the end of this conference for you? Yeah, it's mostly fund managers, but there's a little bit of companies, you know, they see those results and they want to understand the size potential. Mm. But no, for us, it's people realizing that Anapolo in our hands is a very different asset to people thought it might have been in the past. Well, yeah, you picked, you, when did you pick that up? Beginning of this year. Beginning of this year. So you raised a bit of money at the beginning of the year. You also raised some money recently. Uh, you're moving it through the phases. So can I give some of those numbers? It's a pretty high grade. Correct. We're consistently drilling 100 to 130 metre intercepts at 5 to 8 grams. Ridiculous. Within that yeah. 50 metre intercepts at 10 to 15. Yeah. Over 280 metres of strike. It's a it's a big high grade system. It's a monster. So you, with the money that well, so you raised the money to pay for the thing, you've raised the money to get on with things. So in terms of you know what what can we look forward to over the next few months with our cash? Our biggest catalysts are in the next couple of months the metallurgy, um, which is not necessarily for for retail investors, but huge for understanding the profitability right. and a resource update in November focused on that high grade underground. Well, I mean, well, given where the asset came from and who it came from and the problems that they we're having elsewhere in, in, in their kind of portfolio. I think there's maybe some people thought, well, maybe something wrong with this asset. How, how, could, how could this small company pick up this asset? So was there anything wrong with it? No, it's been a bit of a bridesmaid asset in that sense. In the Alio, their operating mines in Nevada sent them to the wall. Yeah. And then Argonauts obviously had trouble with the Magino CapEx. So it's been caught up with companies that haven't had success, yeah. but completely unrelated to Anapol. Right, okay. So, okay, those are the catalysts coming up shortly. You're over there, obviously, presumably telling people what's coming up shortly. But the reaction has been what from uh, them? What more do they want from you? I think they want to see delivery. So there's a group of people who know Anapola as the open pit model. Remember, it has the mm. open pit permit, which is still pretty valuable these mm. days in Mexico. And we're saying, no, this is going to be you know, big, high grade with a lot better metallurgy. And it's setting the plate for us to then deliver that. Right. And in the backdrop of what's going on in Mexico in terms of, you know, elections coming up, candidates have been picked, not quite sure where they all kind of sit, open pit versus undergrounds. How does that, how does that work in Mexico well, these days? The irony is, even before those changes, we'd come in with the view that Anapola was more profitable, lower capex, technically simpler as a high-grade underground. Yeah. And we have the open pit permit, so even though the overall environment is, is more negative in terms of that focus, we could choose either pathway. It just happens that it, it's also what's preferred right now in Mexican politics. Right. And timeframes then, in terms of getting permits up in that kind of environment, do you need to be applying for permits now, or have you got enough to be going on with? So uh, you'll remember there's a third of a decline. If you yeah, believe in the yeah. concept of half a bridge, we have yeah. a third of a decline in that they were going down deep in the ore body until Alio couldn't afford to continue. So the decline's permitted, the open pit's permitted. Our intention is to put a modification to that to go underground early next year mm -hmm. to have it back by the end of next year. They're still routinely being granted in Mexico, underground MIA modifications. But what, what is the time frame though? If they're so 12 months by the end of next year. Literally, that's it? Correct. So it's, you know, we're so fortunate. Anapola has all the infrastructure, it has the permits, it has the yeah. decline. 
it's had well over $75 million spent on it. So that's how quickly, why we can move quickly. And what, and what permits licenses do you need, you know, concurrently in the sense that, you know, obviously we've come for this ESG noise for the last two, three years. We've had, you know, social license, obviously a big part of that. Um, a little bit of, you know, social unrest recent, shall we say as well, um, in terms of groups supported by NGOs, creating, creating delays, shall we say. So how do you manage all of that? I think two parts. Uh, a comment on the ESG, it's become noise and topical than what it is. The yeah. fundamentals of actually just being a good yeah. community and corporate citizen has always been the same. Agreed. So I think, yeah, I think you just keep going on the basics and and be do what you say you'll do. Yeah, I don't think that's changed for getting that that promotional part on top. Yeah. Um, in terms of our asset, yeah, we've already got that permit, which speaks to the community support and yeah. and the preparedness for Annapola to go ahead. We'll need little things um, like modifications of the water, modifications of the um, blasting permits that lapse and drop. Right. But the two big permits that you need, yeah. you have in hand at Danavola. Right. And so tell me, obviously, because this will start at the beginning of the year, you sat down and created a plan, you created a strategy for delivering that plan, and you had the money to do so. Um, but in a market like you're looking at now, are you sort of conscious that perhaps some plans work better than others? Have you had to adjust? Have you at least thought about it? Yeah, so I think two things. So we were aiming to get to a construction decision by the end of next year. What's probably changed is actually driven by the project that doesn't hurt in this market is I think there's a pathway to one and a half to two million high-grade ounces at Annapola. So I think it makes sense for us to bring those in before completing a PFS. So we'll probably do an intermediate PFS step with a lot more drilling. And then wait till we've got one greater than one and a half million ounces for that FS. So it's probably going to cost us three to six months. But you do that when you add five years of better than five grams in a mine life. Well, for, 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 for sure. I mean, the other thing is obviously the kind of cost environments. We've just spoken with a CEO who said, you know, for, for Aussie gold mining companies, the costs are up 30%. That is the new reality. That's the new floor for people who actually build mines okay so for you guys given where you are in the world perhaps it's going to be slightly different from that but you're sort of conscious oh you think the super peso in mexico is yeah really pressing companies on their margins it's been tough for businesses to build uh, and understand their cost management in the last couple of years if we're going to be moving into that phase in 2025 mm. we hope internally that you start to see some stability yeah. that allow us to be a bit more predictable but yeah it's it's really hurting companies yeah. at, at all levels and ultimately, it feeds into the cost of the output. So gold's going to be a higher price. Right. Okay. Now, in terms of your ability to raise money, high grade captures the attention, has that magic um, to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, a, it's about margin. Margin is affected by scale. So, again, back to this, an Aussie question really is, is Aussie companies do tend to like to get into cash very quickly. It's less diluted for shareholders. And, and maybe not quite as efficient, but it allows them to get through the phases quicker, proof of concept, as it were, and build the scale later. How are you thinking about it now? Well, what's really changed for us, what we've recognised in the last few months, is this is going to be big. We're going to be one and a half to two million ounces at more than five grams. Big, high grade. We're going to be able to mine, probably mine diluted head grade of eight grams in the first one or two years. We've got to do all that work to finally wrap a bow around that. Yeah. But actually, we don't have to make that compromise anymore because yeah. we're, finding, we're finding the answers. Right, okay. And then, okay, economic studies where people kind of get a sense of, well, network's going to help with, with all of that and resource going to help with all of that. When can we sort of expect to understand the economics better? So we haven't made a decision as a board. We'll put the resource out in November. Yeah. My instinct is that a late um, Q2 next year. Okay. It probably makes sense to do a PFS step 
and grow that deposit yeah, before, yeah. as opposed to going full FS on a slightly smaller resource, which was we were originally thinking. See, flying through the phases. Yeah, because it's so advanced, because it's got so much work. It's an unusual project in the sense that you've come to the bottom of the Lassonde curve where we pretty much picked yeah. it and we can come up to that production right. rate. Yeah. But we're also adding half a million, a million ounces of high-grade gold at the same time. Yeah. So it's quite unusual to have both levers at once. It, well, well, it is. And you talk about re-rate. You're going to need it because you're not getting value at the moment. I haven't seen high rates like that often. You're spitting those out into the marketplace, but it is a, it's a real shrug of the shoulders at the moment in time, isn't it? So if you've got cash, I guess you don't mind, but at some point it's got to change. I think there's two parts of it, yeah, more broadly, as yeah. representative of the market. But I think it's fair for some people who haven't looked closely at what we're doing to say, oh, they're just drilling in a, in a deposit. Yeah. It's not going to mean anything. Yeah. I think when we show people the ounces that we're adding, yeah. that's when it's going, kind of, wow, these are really impactful drill holes. Okay. Well, exciting times. Get back in there. Go sell, sell, sell. Um, stay in touch with us because it sounds like a lot of good news coming up real soon. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.